everybody, and welcome to another episode of my JavaScript story. This week, we're talking to Raul Jimenez. Hi, Charles. You want to just introduce yourself real quick? Tell us why you're uh, important, where you're from, and what you do, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm Raúl Jiménez. I'm from Barcelona, Spain, and uh, I'm basically running a small company called By Default, where we are doing, uh, you know, these uh, um, uh, consultancy specializing in Angular mostly. And that's pretty much it. I enjoy staying with my friends, uh, doing you know programming, uh, playing some uh, uh, tabletop games, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. When I'm building a new product, G2i is the company that I call to help me find a developer who can build it. G2i is a hiring platform run by engineers that matches you with React, React Native, GraphQL, and mobile developers that you can trust. Whether you are a new company building your first product or an established company that wants additional engineering help, G2i has the talent you need to accomplish your goals. Go to g2i.co to learn more about what G2i has to offer. In my experience, G2i has linked me up with experienced engineers that can fit my budget. And the G2i staff are friendly and easy to work with. They know how product development works and can help you find the perfect engineer for your stack. Go to g2i.co to learn more about G2i. Yeah, you and Frosty and Joe would have gotten along real well talking about tabletop games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that we can talk about that for hours. <laughs> yeah, I have I have been to Joe's house and played D&D &D with Frosty and Joe and a bunch of other folks. So uh, That must be fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's a blast. <laughs> so, yeah, so we had you on episode 235. Uh, mm -hmm. Adventures in Angular, talking about functional programming with Angular and NGRX and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but yeah, it's always interesting to me, at least, to see where people come from and what the background is and, and, and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I just wanted to dive in here real quick and, yeah, discuss with you your background. So, uh, let's start with how you got into programming. So <clears throat> I started um, programming in uh, in high school, mm -hmm. uh, mostly. Um, uh, it, it's something that did, uh, it's something different than high school. It's something called here in Spain something like uh, associate degree. I think something right. that it's something called like that. So um, it's not you know it's not university, but it's not high school. It's something in the middle. Right. Um, and yeah, I started doing programming there, but you know, my, my first uh, computer was a Spectrum 48K when I was five. And uh, I remember, uh, you know, doing this uh, copy paste from, from magazines to run small programs in the Spectrum. And it was fun. So I always been very interested into that since I was very little. But my mm -hmm. first line of code it was probably with sixteen. Wow. So so what did you write? What what was that first uh, uh, programming project? Yeah. Well, I remember that we started with um, uh, Turbo Pascal, mm -hmm. and you know doing some small stuff. Then uh, we moved to do assembler. Uh, I remember that I wrote dir uh, slash p like like uh, the like the MS DOS. Mm -hmm. 
uh, with assembler that was a nightmare. I just don't want to do assembler ever in my life after that experience. And, and I also did some COBOL and some C++ and DBase, that kind of stuff, very old stuff. And, and after that, I started working um, mostly as a, as a teacher for small kids and, and people that want to uh, get introduced to programming and that, mm. that kind of stuff. And, and, and then I discovered uh, Flash, Flash 4. And, and then I started uh, doing more object-oriented programming from there, from Flash right. 4, Flash 5. And yeah, I, and I, I, my background, it's basically Flash. So I, exp I spent a lot of years working with Flash. Uh, I started with Action Script 1, then 2, then 3. Um, yeah, probably I worked with Flash for about 10 years, something like that, from 2001, wow. 2011, yeah. It's, it's funny because I've talked to a number of people for either this show or my JavaScript story, and a lot of people were really into Flash. They were, yeah. They were doing a lot of work there, and then Steve Jobs came out and <laughs> yeah. dashed all their dreams. Yeah, well, you know, the good thing about Flash is that it was ECMAScript, like JavaScript. Mm -hmm. So... All the knowledge that you had in in in, in ActionScript was very easy to to uh, port, you know, to to uh, to JavaScript, and I just uh, I really enjoyed that time. I I missed some sometimes I missed some parts of Flash because it was very fun, very easy to create with the UI, uh, you know, prototypes that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it is true that I think that JavaScript um, today it's more you know robust. Uh, it 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 really grow. That it, that feeling is not. I can tell you. I, I when I just moved from from uh, Flash to, to JavaScript, it was in 2011, 2010, 2011, mm -hmm. and and back then work with JavaScript was not good at all. But today, it's I really enjoy working with JavaScript. I, I really enjoy it because there is a lot of good tooling. Um, uh, the languages and the frameworks are, you know, have, have evolved a lot, and right now it's a very good experience. Not on 2011, though. <laughs> right. So you get you get out of Flash, and I'm assuming you get into JavaScript around 2011. So yeah. So what was that transition like? I mean, you, you mentioned that, yeah, they're both based on ECMAScript. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't too terribly difficult as far as like linguistic structure and things like that go. But I'm assuming there was still a learning curve. Uh, yeah, you know, the thing is that um, I started um, doing mostly, um, uh, you know, full, uh, no framework JavaScript mostly for a couple of projects. Um, and everything was like going back to the, back to the past because uh, I, I just was there coding with a prototype, object prototype and that kind of stuff. Um, and it, 
it was like for me going back to 2002, 2003 with Flash, where you can uh, do some programming with Flash 5 and, and prototype. So it was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm in ActionScript 3 now, where I have something very similar to what it's TypeScript today like very uh, strongly typed and you have a, lot, a very good compiler that it's telling you uh, exactly on each line what 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 have you done wrong and then i am just um uh, at the next day i was just programming with prototype and and that kind of stuff uh, without compilers and uh, just putting console logs everywhere um and that was the most painful part. It was not that bad uh, to move from one language to, to, to the other because, also because I, I did Flash for 10 years, but I also did some JavaScript on the web. It's a very simple JavaScript, but it mm -hmm. was very similar. So it was, okay, it's, I, I, I can do that. I just need to go there and learn how the API works and, and that's it. Um, but the the main problem was, you know, it's like if today it's uh, someone tells you no, you you can just you can use any more TypeScript or Angular or any other any other super new framework with lots of cool features, no Redux, nothing like that. You just have to type in their JavaScript with prototype. So it, it was a pain in that part, especially in that part. Not that much in 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 terms of learning a new language or having a learning curve with that but but to lose a lot of tooling that was a pain yeah yeah that makes sense and a lot of the flash tooling was terrific yeah there, there was a lot of good tooling uh especially for debug um uh, on live uh, a, a website, for example, you, you can, yeah, I remember that, that you can debug a website, a live website from 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 your local host, you know, and yeah. that was very cool. That kind of stuff that was really good. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I'm as I said, right now I'm not missing it. Uh, it. It had very good things, others that were not that good. I'm very happy with uh, how everything works right now with JavaScript. I think that it was a good movement, a good move of the whole industry. And at the end, I think that it was good also for the users, which is uh, who, who, who have to, to enjoy our products, right? Yep. So, so yes, yeah, so you, you're, you're in, you're, you're getting used to some of the tooling and offerings for uh, JavaScript. At what point did you run across Angular? Uh, I think that uh, it was like uh, 2011 or so, or at the end of 2010, something like that. I don't remember exactly. I remember the first time was I was working on a project and I was looking for something similar to Flex, um, to Adobe Flex, and I just found Angular, and I wanted to use it on a project, and the guy, um, uh, you know, the, the, the owner of the company told me, this is very nice, but we can't use it because we have all the intellectual property of the code, and we can't use any library, not even jQuery, not even Angular, whatever. We can't use any, any JavaScript library. We, we, you, you have to code everything by your own. You say, okay, I'm not going to use this thing then but I'm going to keep an eye on it. 
And then, I, uh, like, uh, three, four months later, I started working for uh, another company, everything as freelancer. And I think that it was 2011. And a guy told me, yeah, there is this thing called Angular. And I say, oh, I remember this thing. I, I saw the website, and I just completely forgot about it. And then I started, I, 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 I did for that company a small project with AngularJS, and I fell in love completely because... I, as I said, I was coding with prototype and it was so painful. And then at the next day I had uh, AngularJS, with, which um, it was very, very um, similar to me to work with that, like in Flex, where I can just create a, a tag or a component and put it on, on the HTML. And that was like game changing for me. <laughs> so was this AngularJS or was it Angular? AngularJS. It was yeah, in 2011. 2011. Yeah. It was AngularJS, yeah. I think that it was like version 0, 0. 0.9 or... Oh, wow, you got in early. Yeah, very early, yeah. Yeah, very early, very early. And yeah, and did you embrace it right away or was yeah, there... Yeah, no, completely. The, the, next, the next day I was studying the whole API. <laughs> nice. you know, it was like, yeah, I'm going to stay here forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what was it? I mean, was it the two-way binding? Was it... The API, was it the community? Was there something else that, yeah? Yeah, it was, a, I mean, I didn't know a lot of community back then, but I really liked two things. One, the two-way binding. Um, I didn't know anything about performance back then, so everything was two-way binding for me. Uh, probably the, the apps were not performant at all and uh, horrible in that in that sense, but it was very easy to work with. And also, as you say, the, the, to create an attack, an element, that was very, very easy to me to get because in Flex, you can do exactly the same. In Adobe Flex, you can, you can do exactly that. And, and to do that in, in Angular and putting on the HTML, it was like, oh my God, this is, this is perfect. I, I can do anything with this thing. And yeah, and I started working with that like since today, nine years. Nice. So uh, I'm guessing then that you remember all of the angst and worry over Angular 2, right? When they came and they put up the tombstones, we're not going to have this anymore. We're not going to have that anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, and people, well, okay, so what, what is it? And what, what, you know, what's coming? And it took them a couple of years to get it out. So yeah, what was your experience going through that? Uh, well, the thing is that we, um, when Angular 2 was out, I started working for a new company, uh, with my company, not, not just as a freelancer now, but, uh, with the company. And that was like four years uh, ago or so, uh, four years and, and a little bit more, I think. And... And I remember that um, we said, um, okay, we, we have to do this very big platform and, and, and then we have to do this other small thing very quick. So we are going to do this, this, this small thing quick with AngularJS and the big platform that it's uh, going to be work for three years or whatever, we're going to do that with Angular even starting with the alpha. Because we knew back then that um, the API looked very well, 
and we want to have something for the future. So um, the good thing and the bad thing is that we started with the Angular Alpha, and today, two year, uh, like almost four years ago, later, uh, we are still maintaining the same app. And it was uh, an interesting process because uh, we started with the Angular Alpha, and back then there was no no um, uh, webpack or any other way to uh, compile your assets or whatever, and you had to do all of that with uh, you know. Uh, I remember that we started using Gulp, so we did something like webpack. It's doing today, but with Gulp. And then uh, that in the alpha, and then I remember that I think that it was it was like on, on September or so or October, the the final release was out and we kind of started using Webpack. But the problem was that all what that we did with Gulp and so on was not uh, useful, and we had to start uh, we had to remove entirely our building process and start using the new one. So all this process of um, uh, rewriting writing the build processes, uh, removing them, uh, then moving to the new build process, that was very, very hard. I was going to so say, I, I mean, they made tools to do a lot of this stuff. Oh, but there, there was this other thing. I, I remember that was uh, there was something like Webpack before Webpack. I don't remember mm -hmm. the name. I don't even remember the name of that thing. Uh, uh, Gulp, it was, Grunt? Uh, Gulp, it was, there, there was Grunt, then appeared uh, Gulp, which was better. And then appeared another one that I think that it just disappeared. I don't remember that one. It could it compete for for um, some time with uh, Gulp, and it was better in the sense that it was better removing uh, unneeded assets and that stuff. But I don't know. I just remember that it was very hard to to write all the build processes and and so on and and then every you know every six months more or less you had to change your build process because the angular team was changing that and so on uh, so yeah that, that that was hard but i think that today it, it, it was a wise decision because we are using uh, angular and and that, that that was that was nice yeah Early in my career, I figured out which jobs were worth working at and which ones weren't, mostly by trial and error. I created a system that I used to find jobs and later contracts as a freelancer. If you're looking for a job or trying to figure out where you should go next, then check out my book, The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. The book walks you through figuring out what you want, vetting companies that meet your criteria, meeting that company's employees, and getting them to recommend you for a job. Don't settle for whoever has listed their job on the job board. Go out and proactively find the job you'll love. Buy the book at devchat.tv slash job book. That's devchat.tv slash job book. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, there's uh yeah, there was definitely a, a period of transition there. And the tools got better for transitioning people from AngularJS to Angular. But if you were going through it and you wanted to be up on things, then yeah, you had to 
you had to kind of fight the the good fight yeah for a while yeah. there yeah a lot of time uh you know working with reading uh github issues about <laughs> why, why is this what what is this weird error that i am seeing on the console putting on google going to github reading long threads of people saying maybe you can do this thing or that thing mm -hmm. reading also the um, the code itself of the of the js compilers to, to see if you can do something well it was it was very interesting <laughs> and i learned a lot with that uh, but i don't want to do it again i think that uh, i love people that it's doing compilers because i don't want to spend time doing webpack no i agree you know no. i i just want to be focused on my code i mean yeah uh, let me write code let me make yeah. problems go away and yeah. yeah make it go on the web somehow yeah so thank you to everybody behind webpack typescript and all the other compilers yeah, cli and, yeah everything love your work thank you for yeah. everything <laughs> yep. So you've been doing Angular for, you know, nine years. Yeah. Um, what kinds of things have you built with Angular? Oh, well, I've, I've done uh, interesting things. Um, the first thing that I did, it was like um, um, smart level for, uh, you know, these cell phone companies that they have these booths with all the cell phones and they want to have below that cell phone uh, a smart label and that smart label was done with android and we built uh, an app that you can uh, with cordoba and angular and in that in that uh, smart label you can uh, put uh, videos and image galleries of the of the cell phone and also the the technical specifications and the price and how much will will that phone cost to you depending on the you know the the the, the rate that you take with the with a cell phone company mm -hmm. uh, with a carrier and that was very interesting because um, in in the booth they had like. Uh, I don't remember, it was like 10 or so labels, smart labels, and, and they can put the, all the information remotely from, from a CMS. And it was an interesting project. That, that was the, my first AngularJS project, but it was, it was pretty nice. I've done also a lot of video with Angular. I, I actually have this um, open source project called VideoGular. I'm not using it at all right now, and people is complaining because it's not working with Angular 9. I'm sorry for that because, you know, the problem is that I don't have time to maintain that right now. And I'm sorry for any inconvenience to the community. Uh, I've done uh, the last uh, four years or so, I've been working mostly in uh, FinTech, working in a platform to do investments uh, online uh, very easily. Uh, it's, a, it's an alternative market. It's not the main market like NASDAQ and so on. It's, right. it's an alternative market. Uh, 
but it, it is very interesting and we are working a lot with forms and, and a lot of uh, work with PDFs too. I also remember doing a, a smart city app uh, that was a very long project too, like uh, two or three years. I, it, they are actually using it in Orlando right now. Mm -hmm. And it was um, an app to, to track in a Google Maps um, tracks, the garbage tracks. And, and then they can, they can see the, the routes that the tracks are uh, doing and, you know, improve those routes depending on how much garbage they took on every, on every, on every place because um, it, we, the, the tracks had a, a, a balance uh, and they can know how much uh, kilos they took on every place. So we can improve and the routes and until, okay, this track, this week should go through this route here because um, uh, we know that twice a week uh, our track has to pay to pass here because they, they do a lot, of, a lot of garbage, but in this other street, it's only needed one, so they can pass the next week or whatever. That kind of stuff, it was very nice. And I don't know, I, uh, I've, I've done Daikon stuff. Uh, I did also a CMS, like entirely uh, the, the, the whole CMS, uh, a backend, you know, like WordPress, uh, where you mm -hmm. can drag and drop uh, the, the, the sections of the website. Like I want here a, a main menu, and I want here uh, three columns with uh, you know, uh, this column is going to be one new and this other is going to be uh, a gallery, whatever, and this other is going to be um, an extract of another new type of stuff. It was very nice to do that too. Pretty long project too. So mostly, I, probably I have not worked in that many projects, but it was long projects. Most of them took me two years, one year. This last one, I've been working in for this company for four years. So long projects mostly. Yep. What are you working on now? I'm working in this uh, FinTech. Um, the FinTech project. Yeah, in this FinTech project. Uh, basically, uh, you can enter in the platform. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you are an advisor for, for, uh, for someone that, for an investor, an advisor for an investor, then you enter in the platform, you can, you can, Mm, create an investment in behalf of that investor. And then uh, when you have, you, you, you can uh, fill up these forms uh, and these forms will, will, will um, generate PDFs, like uh, legal PDFs. Uh, and then you can present that electronically with DocuSign. Uh, Third-party companies can enter in DocuSign, sign, uh, make signatures to uh, approve that that uh, that order, and then uh, and then uh, this goes to a process where another company uh, reviews that everything is fine. So the advisor and investor are in good place. They put their signatures. This third-party company. It's in good place. They put their signature, whatever. Then this is uh, approved, and then the order is completed, and 
and the uh, investors can start uh, winning money, earning money. And this is how, how the system works, uh, roughly. I'm explaining it very, <laughs> very fast, but it is mostly very complicated because we do a lot of stuff with, uh, with forms. So we generate all the forms dynamically on the fly. Uh, so we don't have half, uh, one form for every order. So each order is different and can combine several uh, forms and, and so on. So yeah, as I said, four years working with that, it's, that's a lot of code. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, if people want to connect with you online, where, where do they do that? Uh, yeah, they can find me as uh, Elakash on every network. Um, can you spell that? Yeah, E-L-E-C-A-S-H. And at Twitter, I'm at Elakash. Uh, on GitHub, I'm Elakash too. So, uh, yeah, you can find me there. Um, the company name is bytedefault.com, uh-huh. like uh, byte, uh, like like bits and bytes. So byte right. default, and that's pretty much everything. Uh, my my Gmail it's also elikash at gmail.com. If anyone wants to make some questions or whatever, they can contact me there. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and do some picks. Okay. Um, do you have stuff you want to shout out about on the picks? In terms of code, um, I'm going to recommend um, some uh, a couple of uh, libraries that uh, a friend of mine is doing. One is um, uh, ts.data.json, I think. Mm-hmm. Let me find. I'm finding it. I'm, I I don't have that good memory. With this is libraries that we are using right now at the project, and he made it um, open source. And I'm enjoying a lot working with this. It's all um, uh, ts.data.json. It's a, it's, it's a library to decode JSONs. Uh, I, I, I gave a, a talk recently at uh, NG Poland mm-hmm. about that. Um, but I'm not the creator. I'm just consumer. Uh, but the creator works with me, and I think that it's very interesting. And, it, and it's taking a lot of um, ideas from Elm, and we are applying those ideas, those good ideas of Elm in, into our project, and it's interesting. I, I, I really like it. Actually, I've been studying a little bit of Elm, and they have very interesting uh, ideas and concepts. It's, uh, it's nice to learn new languages always. So, and this is one, and NGX uh, Remote Data. Uh, it, this is also a library that uh, John created, my, my, my friend and coworker. And we are using also this one, and, and I like it. Especially if you, if you are working with, uh, uh, you know, uh, NGRX or any other uh, functional programming library like that. And in terms of uh, having fun, I can recommend, um, for example, I'm, I'm enjoying right now 
playing uh, the Aeon's End. It's very nice table tabletop game. Uh, the New Age, the the Aeon's End, the New Age. It's an interesting game. Uh, I like it. You can play with your friends. It's cooperative against a monster. It's perfect to have a good evening with your friends. And that's it. That's this is all going to be my picks. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm going to jump in with a few picks as well. Um, so one pick that I have, and I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, put the link up, um, is I've been working on a podcasting course. I think I mentioned it in the last episode. Um, but the, the system that I've been working through to get all that stuff together um, is a course on how to create courses. Um, it's called Course Creator Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to drop an affiliate link in. It is not cheap. Um, mm-hmm. just to make people aware. Um, but uh, it, it's basically $1,000. But the thing that's terrific about it is it walks you through the whole process of um, of creating the the course. So they, they walk you through how to record them. They walk you through how to uh, put it together. They walk you through the process of uh, selling it and marketing it and all that stuff. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, pick, um, course creator pro and, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much my pick there. Um, I, I don't think I have anything else. So thanks for coming and talking to me, Raul. Thanks to you too, for inviting me, please. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we'll go ahead and, uh, wrap this up, but this was really fun. <laughs> I, I, I had a, a good, a good remember of my career. That was yeah. good. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, until next time, max out everybody. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit dot com to learn more.